that you've already performed for us in our lives, in our families, in our businesses, on our jobs. We want to continue to thank you and praise you and expect greater things to happen by the end of the year. We thank you for it in advance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, again, we're so happy. Hope you, everyone is on. Uh, grab your pen, paper, or your iPad, and I want you to listen very closely to what the Holy Spirit is going to share to us, what I believe that he's given to me to reveal to you. Uh, we're in, a, we're in a, a very tedious time in our lives, and still we Moving through this, moving through the pandemic in a very victorious way, uh, just because the pandemic is here, don't means that we have to participate with it, because we know that we are children of the Most High God. Now tonight, I want to uh, uh, hear the topic, and then I give you some things, and we'll get right into the Word of God. Tonight, uh, uh, we're training in soaking your soul to stay in control. Soaking your soul to stay in control. Again, I want to say to you, soaking your soul to stay in control. So many people are losing control while they're in this pandemic. They're losing their uh, soul to fear, uh, to anxiety, to oration, to like, to insufficiency, uh, so many other things that we're hearing in the airways, but the Holy Spirit told me tonight he wanted to minister to us, soaking your soul to stay in control. No matter what's going on, you must stay in control at all times. God is still in control. Uh, nothing on this earth gets God to get out of God in control of everything, everyone in his place. And so as a born-again believer, we have the same grace. We have the same anointing. Uh, to stay in control no matter what's going on around us. And there's a way you and I can do that. And that's what I'm going to share tonight, how to soak your soul to stay in control. Now, the body of Christ in these last days, what the Holy Spirit shared with me, the body of Christ in the last days need to understand the importance of meditation in the Word of God. Again, I'm giving that again. The body of Christ in these last days, need to understand, I really need you to hear that, need to understand the importance of meditation in the word of God. In order to function as a son of God on behalf of Christ, in order to function as a son of God on behalf of Christ, we're going to get into this, so just stay with me. Let me give you this again, the bite of Christ in these last days need to understand the importance of meditation in the word of God in order to function as a son of God on the behalf of Christ. Because remember, we are not Christ in the earth. Now, as our father went with the Holy Spirit, he said this to me. He said, Jesus, which I thought was very encouraging, Jesus was a meditator of the law of God while he was here on the earth. When you give that again, Jesus was a meditator, or he meditated, uh, uh, was a meditator of the law of God while he was here on this earth, that he wasn't just moving through and just wasting time. No, Jesus was a 
meditator of the word. He was a meditator of the law of God. And he understood that he had to be a meditator of the word of God. And we'll get to you, we'll show it to you in the scripture where he was. Why? He knew how to stay in control because he kept soaking his soul with the words of his father. Jesus knew how to stay in control because he kept soaking his soul, his mind, with the words of his father. Now, you and I must take this same course of functioning or operating in our life on a daily, daily basis. Don't get too busy where you can't soak your soul in the word of God. The enemy will have you to do all these kind of things. So you'll never feast your eyes or put your face in this Bible and control your soul no matter what's going on around you. Because without that, you're going to lose control of your soul and then things will get out of whack or get out of, been out of shape. And so he's encouraging us that there's a way that you and I could stay in control just like Jesus because we're going to soak our soul with the words of our Father, the word of God. Now, in, in, so let's jump off with John 17. John, excuse me, John 15. <coughs> John chapter 15, verse 7. John chapter 15, verse 7. It's very, very familiar scripture. We had it earlier, but it seemed good to the Holy Ghost that I launched tonight's training with John 15 and 7. Listen closely now. Notice what we said. Jesus was a uh, meditator of the law of God while he was here on the earth. He knew how to stay in control because he kept soaking his soul with the words of his father. Now, in John 15, verse 7. Uh, write these scriptures down, go back over, or later on you can go back and listen to this again, but this is very, very important to you uh, in these last days that you function in this era that we're going to share with you tonight. It says here, verse 7, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. You should ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. You should ask what you will. See, abide in the word keeps you focused on what you need to be asking God to do for you in your life. It will cause you to stay in sync with the promises of God, uh, the blessings of God, uh, the protection of God in your life, the provision of God. And so while you're doing this, it's putting you in control through the word of God. Now, I like what it says in the Passion Bible, which we used earlier, when the Lord uh, had me to study it, it said, but if you live, now listen to what Jesus said, because Jesus was teaching his disciples. He said, if you live in union with me, if my words live powerfully within you, well, how do I do that? By soaking my soul in the word. This is how the word of God lives powerfully within you, is by soaking your soul, meditating, being a meditator of the word of God, then you then he said you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done for you. So in other words, he said, Yes, you're yes, you um in union with me, but make sure you don't ask until that word is so powerful in you 
as my presence is powerful in you. Then when you ask, it shall be done for you. Because you're asking now out of the power of the word of God, out of the faith from the word of God that you got from studying or meditating the word of God. So that's very important, ladies and gentlemen, that you understand that concept, that precept, that you do this on a daily basis, that you must uh, let the words of God powerfully uh, be within you, live powerfully within you. And the only way they're going to live powerfully within you, ladies and gentlemen, you got to meditate on them. You got to think upon them. You got to confess them. Praise God. Amen. You got to listen to them. So there's many ways that you can keep your soul soaking in the word of God so you can stay in control. Now, the next uh, passage of scripture he told me to go to was Deuteronomy chapter 29. Go to Deuteronomy 29. And you'll see why soaking your soul in the word of God is so important. Deuteronomy 29. Let's go there. 29 and verse 9. We need you to get a hold of this truth. Now watch what it says. Therefore, it says, keep therefore the words of this covenant. So the word of God is a word covenant which cannot be broken. Listen, it cannot in your life. But you got to you got to get it inside. You got to get inside your mind. You got to get inside your spirit. He said, keep therefore the words of this covenant and do the words of this covenant and you uh, may prosper in all that you do. But it said, it said you may stay in control in all that you do. That word prosper is to be successful in all that you do, to succeed in all that you do, to increase in all that you do. So doing this keeps you in a place where you stand in control because the word of God is leading and guiding you how to functioning, how to operate in your life. Praise God. Now, while we're there, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Just next door, chapter 30, verse 14. You understand what we're saying? Keep there for the word of God. Amen. And do it. That prosper, stay in control and all you do. Now, watch this. How do I do this? Well, notice this. By thy word. By the word, but the word, excuse me, but the word is very nigh unto thee. The word is in thy mouth. The word is in thy heart or mind that thou mayest doeth it. Praise God. Now notice, you got to get the word in your mouth and you got to get the word in your mind. Well, I can't, I can't get it in my mind or my mouth if I don't meditate, if I'm not a meditator of the word of God. See, when Jesus was challenging the wilderness, he said, uh, it is written, he, he said, it is written, uh, and he was speaking for what was written in the word of God. Well, how did he know what was written? Because he meditated on it. Thou should not, thou should not tip the Lord thy God. So he began to speak the word of God against Satan in the midst of temptation. Well, we have, that's how he kept his soul in control. See, Satan came, but he put the word on it. He came, he put the word on. He came, he put the word on. Why? Because his mind was full of the word of God. He kept his soul soaking in the word of God so he could stay in control. So when Satan come, he didn't lose control. He stayed in control. He knew what to say, when to say, and how to say it because the anointing was on him to do exactly what God, the Father, needed him to do. Now let's keep going because we don't have so much time, but we've got to layer this so, so you understand what, what, what's going on here. Now go to Psalm. Psalm 
praise God, go to Psalms. When you go to Psalms, to look at the book of Psalms and, and verse 1, Psalms 1. Now, don't take this lightly because this is very, very important that you and I get a hold of this. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now, notice, but here's the light. You see, this has to become your delight. Thank you, Father. Soaking your soul in the word of God must become a delight in your life. Not a burden. Now, oh, I got to pick up my Bible read. No, no, you must delight. The Bible says delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you desires of God. Well, how do I like myself in the Lord? I delight myself in the word of God. When I delight myself in the word of God, I delight myself in God because the word of God and God is the same. In the beginning was the word, and the word was it with God, and the word was God. So it's the same. So when I'm doing that, I'm soaking myself in God himself. Now, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he shall, and his his law, do he meditate day and night? Now, Jesus did that. Jesus meditated this Bible day and night. Praise God. He stuck with it. And then it said, he shall be a tree. Watch this. Here's, here's going to be in control now. Here's how you're going to be in control. He shall be. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in the season, harvest time. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper, shall succeed. Praise God, come to maturity. Now, let me read that to Amplify because it's so important that you understand. Here's what the Holy Ghost is saying. But here's the light, and this, watch this, it's the light and desire. So this, so this has to be a delight, and it has to be a desire in your life, uh, uh, in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts, his the instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates, ponders, and studies by day and by night. Now, you and I have to do this. If you're going to stay in control and not lose your soul, you're going to have to do this. Now, if you don't do this, you're going to, I'm telling you right now, you're going to lose control and you're going to miss some things that the Father wants you to have. So you have to stay steady. The way to stay steady, you got to stay meditated on the word of God. And the Bible says he should be like a tree firmly planted and tended by the streams of the water, ready to bring forth his fruit in his season. Praise God. His leaves shall not fade or wither, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. That means everything he does will succeed. It means you're going to be in control. Everything going to happen. Everything going to be just. I'm telling you what, God is doing so many things in my life right now. And, and not in my life, but also in the business. Praise God. He's doing some things with the church. Praise God. And I'm telling you, that's because I'm allowing my soul to stay uh, in control with the word of God. That I'm speaking, saying, I'm meditating. I'm dreaming. See, meditation helps me to dream, to see things, to see where you're going, to see what God's going to do with you. And see, you go, you go from a nightmare to a dream. Hallelujah. You're dreaming. God's getting ready to do this. And then you begin to put voice to what you're dreaming. And that becomes the vision of God in your life. Begin to pursue the, pursue the destiny. And then as you pursue the destiny, it becomes your destination. As you participate and apply yourself to soaking your soul in the word of God. Now, I got to keep moving, ladies and gentlemen. This is good medicine for our soul tonight. Now, let's go to Joshua. Praise God. Go to Joshua now. Go to Joshua chapter 1. Now, this is what the Holy Spirit led me to train us in tonight. He said Jesus did it, and because Jesus did it, did it, we're going to have to do it. 
How do you think Jesus was victorious? How do you think Jesus handled the devil? How do you think Jesus handled the hecklers and the haters and those who was kind of called division and all that? He kept the word of God first place in his life. He kept the word of God first place in his life. And because he did, his soul stayed in control. We're going to show you. Just, just hold on. We're going to show you. We're going to prove the point to you. The Holy Ghost showed it to me, and I'm going to show it to you tonight. And so you importance of sticking with the word of God and meditating on the word of God. There's nothing more powerful than meditating in this word and getting your soul in line with the blessings of the Father. Now, Joshua chapter one, verse six. Now I'm going to read it out to amplify it uh, so we can move expeditiously. Now, what's this? Verse six, he said, be strong. Now I need you to be strong. Be confident and have good courage in doing this. For you shall cause these people to inherit the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. So God now is talking to Joshua and telling him, now you got to get the people to stay confident. You got to get the people to stay uh, full of good courage because you're going to cause these people to inherit the very thing that I told them they can have. You're going to keep their soul in control so they can obtain the promise that I've given to you. This is my assignment to you tonight. Just like God gave the assignment to Joshua on behalf of Moses, God gave me the assignment today on Jesus on behalf of God to tell you that he got so many more things he want to do for you before the end of the year, but you will have to soak your soul so you can stay in control so God can get those blessings to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope it's blessing you as much as it's blessing me. Now, only, then it goes back in verse 7, in Amplified verse, only you be strong and be very courageous, be very courageous. And I want to challenge you to be strong and very courageous about doing this, that you may do according to all that the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, turn not from the right hand or to the left hand, that you may prosper wherever you go. Now, notice how many times it say, as long as you're doing this, you're going to prosper. You're going to notice how many times it say, sticking with the word, you prosper. Letting the word of God be in, your, uh, be in control of your soul, you're going to prosper. You see it over and over again. If that's true, then if you want to prosper, you're going to have to do this. You don't want to prosper, then don't do it. Simple as that. You soak your soul, you're going to prosper. You don't soak your soul, you're going to stay in poverty. Poverty in spirit, poverty in joy, uh, uh, poverty in peace, uh, poverty in finances, uh, poverty in health. I mean, it's going to just going to deteriorate your life because you're not soaking your soul in the word of God, where the word of God is life. That word, truth, that word is life. And that word is a, a lamp unto thy life. Praise God. Now. Let me keep going. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your uh shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that's written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. That means stay in control. See. When you're dealing wise, when you're having good success, you stand in control. How did, when you make your way prosperous, you stand in control. See, anything outside that, you lose control. So I want to encourage you tonight, the Holy Spirit say, soak in your soul to stay in control. Now you can bring yourself back if you've been out of control in any area of your life, because you can be in control in one area, be out of control in another. But we talk about bringing all your being your whole being, your spirit, your soul, and body under control by soaking your soul in the word of God. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you can, you and I can do this. I do it every day. I'm up five o'clock, uh, five, six o'clock in the morning. What I'm doing, soaking my soul. A lot of, a lot of these things, when I send to you in the morning, uh, if you notice, it's around 5, 5.30, that's because the Holy Spirit, have, uh, my spirit is awakened, and my spirit is in these scriptures. And I release them to you because I want you to benefit from it, just like I'm benefiting from it. She is coming to me so it can go to you. But I'm receiving it too, and I'm receiving the benefits of it. It's harvest time. Glory be to God. I said it's harvest time. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, declare it's harvest time. Well, how I know that I got my soul spoken in the word of God. So no matter what I see going around me, God said it's harvest time. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they're doing. God said it's harvest time. So I must say what God say. When I say what God say, guess what? I'm staying in control. Hallelujah. Now, let's keep going. And John 14, let's go back to John. I hope you're getting blessed and refreshed by this word tonight because it is truth. It is truth to your spirit. It is truth to your mind. It is truth to your body. Now, John 14. John 14. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be thy name forevermore. Thank you for the word tonight. Thank you for the word tonight. Thank you for encouraging our hearts and minds. Thank you for showing us how to stay in control, Father. Not lose control in the pandemic. Not lose control when things are going sporadic here and there. Oh, Lord, but we maintain calmness and peace. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Now, in John 14, and verse number 30, and I want to read this in the Amplified. Amen. It says, I will not talk with you much more. Jesus is speaking here. If you read the Bible and read, it's in red. Jesus is talking to his people, his disciples. He said, for the prince, the evil, the genius, the ruler of this world is coming. The pandemic is coming. Tribulation is coming. It's coming this world. But listen, when he come, it has no claim on me. The pandemic has no claim on me. The pandemic has nothing in common with me. And the pandemic has uh, nothing that belongs to me. And the pandemic has no power over me. See, you put it in there because it, all this is stemming from Satan. So he says, now, when you keep yourself in the word of God, you realize even though it's here, you're not participating. You're going to stick with God. No matter what happens, you're going to stick with God. You're going to stick with the word of God. And you're going to come out on typing on, on top and everything going to be all right. Hallelujah. I say glory be to God. So you got to pay close attention to the things around you. You got to watch people around you. You got to listen to the Spirit. And I tell you all the time, he's going to lead you which way to go, what things to do, because that's his way of protecting you as you soak your soul in, soak your soul in the word of God. Now, listen to this. Go listen, listen. Now, listen to verse 31. He said verse 30, because he's doing verse 31 in the Amplified Version. I'm reading out the Amplified Version. If I didn't tell you, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Now, but spirit is coming. These things are coming. Jesus didn't say they weren't coming. He said it's coming. And I do as the Father has commanded me. What? I'm 
soaking my soul in the word, and I'm doing what the Father has commanded me to do. I'm staying in control of what the Father told me to do and what the Father told me to say. So that the world may know and be convinced that I love the Father and I do only what the Father has instructed me to do. Oh, look at this last portion. I act in full agreement with his orders. I stay in full agreement with his word. I stay in full agreement with his precepts, with his concepts, with his commandments, with his instructions. I stay in agreement. I do not disagree with God. I stick with it. No matter what's going on, I stay the course with God and soak in my soul. Now, that's good news, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is how Jesus weathered. This is how Jesus weathered the storm. This is how Jesus weathered these people, the Jude, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Judaizers, all the haters, and the, and the he just stayed focused on the word of God. You and I can do the same thing. And this is what the Holy Spirit is encouraging us tonight. Stay uh, persistent. Stay consistent in the word of God. Uh, there was a song saying, throw me overboard. I got a, I, I, I got a hiding place in the word of God. See, we the, the word of God is where we Don't put shadow, any counter, uh, that I abide in the shadows of the Almighty. That's his word. I'm abiding under the word. I'm abiding in the shadow of the word of God. It's protecting me. It's defending me. And you have to trust that it will, praise God. And it will. Now, in closing, we must understand something that's the Holy Spirit saying. We must know. And know what it says. We must know and understand this. We are here to please God more than ourselves. We are here to please God more than ourselves. See, standing in control is all about pleasing God. When, you, when you're no longer in control, you start pleasing everybody else except for God, including yourself. And that's when things can get sour very quickly. Amen. But I want to go to two scriptures in my closet and say, we're going to please God. And the way we please God is we keep soaking our soul with the word of God. And we keep saying what God tells us to say. We keep doing what God tells us to do because it's going to cause us to prosper and have good success. Now, real quickly, John, right here, John, go back to John chapter eight. Oh, this is one of my favorite scriptures. John chapter eight, verse 28. <clears throat> John, come on class. John chapter eight, verse 28. And listen to this. Don't tune me out now. You stay here till the very end. Don't leave. Because it's good stuff. Now, Jesus said this. I'm reading that down. So Jesus added, when you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, this was Jesus getting ready to go on the cross, you'll realize, know and understand. I pray you're doing that tonight. Knowing and that I am the He said, I'm he for whom you look. And I do nothing of myself of my own accord on my own authority, but I say exactly what my father has taught me to say. This is how Jesus stayed in control. Hallelujah. Well, how could he know what to say if he went soaking his soul? How could he know what to say if he went soaking his soul? See, this is, what, this is how he knew what to say. This is what he knew what to do because he kept soaking his soul in the word of God to stay in control. Now, Verse number 29, and he who sent me is ever with me. My father has not left me alone. I tell you, you're not alone. He's here with you. For I always do what pleases him. Did you hear that? I always do what pleases him. Well, 
How could Jesus always do what pleases the Father? Because he kept his mind on what the Father wanted him to do. Not what he wanted. Not what he wanted to do. Not what he wanted to say. No, what did the Father tell him to say? That's what he did. And you're going to have to control your soul to do the same thing. Get out of yourself and get into him. Praise God. Now, I got one more scripture to you before we close. Now, go to Romans 15. Romans chapter 15. See, once you get in yourself, you're going to lose control because then the flesh starts taking over. And the Bible said there's no good things in the flesh, but the words that I speak unto you are spirit and life. But the flesh profited nothing. You get over there, you lose, you start letting the flesh profit you, you're going to lose control and you're going to lose some things that the Lord wants you to have. Now, in Romans 15, verse number uh, three, I'm going to read that and amplify it. And this, I'm making a case for Jesus now, but I'm also making a case for us as sons of God. For Christ pleased himself. Christ did not please himself. He gave no thought to his own interests. He gave only thought to the interests of God, to the plans and purposes of God. Don't let nobody sway you out of God's plan for your life. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are. Because at the end of the journey, it's going to be you and God, not you and that person that's trying to sway you to step outside of God's will for your life. Now, for Christ did not please himself, gave no thought to his own interest, but as it written, the reproaches and abuses, oh, those who reproached, abuse fell on him. He carried things for people. He stayed in position. He stayed in control. Why? Because if he would have lost control, he would have lost us. We want to be able to go to heaven. We want to be able to have a life because he was lost being the redemptor, going to the cross, shedding his blood because he would have entered into sin. So, so by him keeping his soul in control, he did not enter into sin. The Bible says he was tempted in all points of life, but he never entered into sin. You know what? He kept soaking his soul. He stayed in control. Tonight, the Holy Spirit said, your soul so you can stay in control. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for the word of God that we shared from the spirit of truth. I pray, God, that go back and rehearse, re-listen to the message tonight. God, give them the confidence, give them the courage, give them the fortitude to soak their soul, spend time in that Bible, spend time in the word of God, get a scripture and get, get it inside of them. Speak it over their lives, speak it over their families, speak it over their kids, speak it over their finances, speak it over their jobs, Lord, speak it over their bodies. Father, I pray that you give them strength, faith to stand in spite of what's going on in this land today. We give you all praise and glory for it. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to do exactly what you have commissioned them to do tonight by the word of God. And they'll come out on top and they shall prosper in all that they do. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I fed you with the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit has given to me to feed you tonight and train it. You have opportunity to sow now into the word of God, to sow and, and to the anointing that's on this airways tonight. So you're staying in control no matter what's going on in your life, that you're staying in control. You, you have opportunity to sow your tithes, uh, not sow your tithes, to uh, honor God with your tithes, to sow your offers, 
also to bless the one that's training you tonight, according to the word of God, Galatians 6, 6. These things are so important that you do them. Amen. Bible says, if you, if you continue to do so and faint not, you shall reap in due season. If you start fainting in your sowing, you're not going to have harvest time. You're going to have drought time. Sowing increases your harvest time. I think we gave you that today. Amen. So meditate on that because, ladies and gentlemen, it's harvest time. Trust the word. Don't trust me. Trust the word of God because that is your place of faith. So tonight, I encourage you, do what's right for God, for Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and yourself, and those around you. Tonight, I speak of your life. Grace, peace, increase. We see you on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, if the Lord's will. Blessings. Bye-bye.